What's up, Hyper Fascination? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a real estate team leader. He started off in the restaurant industry, made the jump into real estate, then during the crash, had to go back into the IT world, then came back in, has built an amazing team today. Welcome to the show, Lloydie Guevara. Welcome to the show today, Lloydie. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on today and to just talk about how you know, you've been building this amazing team in Maryland and uh, yeah, you do a lot of deals in DC and Virginia too as well. Before we kind of jump into some of your team building secrets and strategies that other people can implement, why don't you give us a brief background of how you got into real estate and when you started to build a team? Sure, absolutely. Yes. Um, I started back in 2004. Um, actually, the main reason why I take um, these real estate classes was because I was just trying to learn how to invest in real estate. Mm. But I, was, I wasn't thinking about selling real estate. But once I got the license, I knew that I didn't know anything about investing. <laughs> but and I, didn't, I didn't know anything about selling either. So, but I got the license. And I saw an opportunity to uh, start actually doing something in real estate. So I started selling. Uh, I think the first year I closed like 10 or 12 transactions only. Um, That's that, pretty good for first year though. Most most agents that have been in for many years don't don't average that. So yeah, I, so you beat the average in year one for sure. Yeah, yeah. actually I wasn't, <laughs> I was working in a restaurant. So okay. I knew a lot of people. Right. So that definitely helped. So that was back in 2004 and 2005 and 2006. I sell probably around 10 million each year. Uh, and then when the market meltdown, I just it went away. Yes. I, I run away and I started <laughs> working in, uh, in IT with, uh, more with databases. Okay. And that was until 2014 that I, I came back, uh, as a part timer. But the difference between 2014 and 2004 is the, the technology, right? Right. Because back in 2000, when I was in 2004, 2005, no Facebook. I mean, it was there, but no one was using no. it. Right? Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it wasn't a, a tool that you used to generate business. Right. And and it was just the beginning, actually. And even all the offers were sent via fax. Oh wow! Uh, it wasn't how you were with your Yahoo map. Map quest. Yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> well, you need to buy your GPS, right? It's like yeah, I used to have a job like photographing. Um, it was like a side hustle, or I think it was like apartments.com or something. They need they would need pictures of new apartments, and <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd do like ten in one day, and you'd get like maybe maybe it was like fifty bucks each one you visited. So a lot of money, you know, like kind of in those right right out of college years, extra, and you you had to like do the GPS directions on the, yeah. on a Palm pilot or something <laughs> and like print it out. It's supposed yeah. print out the GPS directions. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was very challenging. We compare these days. Yeah. But it was cool by then. By, by then. Oh was, yeah. That was wild. It, it, it was amazing. It was exciting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But now of course we have everything on the phone. So yeah. So times have changed a lot. So yeah. So when I came back 2014 part-timer, I also closed around 13, uh, 
13 uh, transactions as a part-timer and I was so busy so I decided just to become a full-time agent 2015 I joined a couple of teams and in 2016 I decided to to get my my own team so we start and and I hired an ISA then a transaction coordinator and everything just started evolving a little by little what what was the model you followed to know to go out and like do the ISA? Was that what was done on your team, or you, were you exposed to coaching program that taught that? I'm just like because not not everyone would, or did you read a book? Like no one would, not not everyone would know. Like oh, I need to go hire an ISA, but that's actually like for most people the the first or second hire they should make is the ISA. But most agents that build teams don't do that. So how did how did you know to do that? <laughs> it was basically because the team that I was with, that was the model that they had. Okay. So that's where I, I was exposed to handle the business that way. So, and also that team leader introduced me to this company. I don't remember the name at this moment. So I started just, you know, training the ISA. It was, it was very tough to get the right ISA. Yeah. Um, it's a hard role. It is a hard role, yes. So we were, I was constantly changing and I keep training. But for, also for me, I am better face-to-face. Okay. Uh, over the phone, I'm also very conscious about my accent and everything. So on the phone, I'm, it's different for me. So I'm better in person. So if I wanted to make appointments, I need to get someone who was better than me on the phone. Gotcha. So I can be face-to-face with potential clients. So they, they were hiring for something that, or you were hiring for a, something that was a weakness or that you just didn't like doing or that you felt someone could do better. Who was, who was your next hire after the ISA? Uh, I had my next, my, my next hire was a, a transaction coordinator. Okay. Uh, so you really did it right. So those are like, I always tell people the first two should be an ISA and an assistant or, or transaction coordinator, like, you know. Yes. But now I think the next hire should be um, uh, a personal assistant. Yeah. Uh, I think that is something that I need at this point in the business. And then when, when, how long was it from when you went off on your own to when you started getting you know, your first buyer's agent? Uh, it was like one day later. Oh, sorry. One day later? Yes. Okay. Wow. Why? You did it fast. <laughs> no, actually, it was coincidental because uh, my sister-in-law was also working my team. Okay. Actually, was working. The, we both were working the same team. Gotcha. So when I decided to open my own team, she came with me and we started right. together uh, on the team. And so she was from day one, and she's been the top producer every single year, basically, in the team. Then the thing is that I couldn't hire fast enough. I think it's a, a tough, it's, it's very tough to uh, get more agents. And I think that's one of my challenges to get recruiting, more, recruiting, yeah. recruiting agents is not, uh, is not being that easy to me. So uh, I'm, I was kind of having traction in 2019, 2020, and then the COVID hit, and uh, that definitely stopped the, the growing in the recruiting side right. of the business. But that doesn't mean that we didn't grow in volume or sales in the team, but we just 
couldn't get more agents. Well, you're at, you have four agents now outside of you, correct? That's correct. Yes. Uh, was, did you ever, was that, is that the peak amount you've had or did you, did you have more and then it contracted a little? No, uh, actually in the beginning they were full timers. Okay. Uh, but over the time they, when, when COVID hit, they tried to get some stable salary. Right? Okay. Because they want some security. And from then they just became uh, part-timers. Okay. And what happened is that we've been so busy that I, I didn't have time to focus on getting more agents. Right. Um, working systems that allow me uh, to get more agents. Are you, is that something you're looking for now is to get, get more full-time agents on the team? Yes, I'm trying to get more full-time agents. And also that's one of, of the main reasons why I joined EXP under you, Dan Lesnick and, and Gary Shaw, because I know the type of coaching that you offer. And the type of coaching that you offer, I'm pretty sure is very attractive. And I think anybody can benefit from your uh, coaching programs. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, certainly it's, it's a, yeah, the, re the recruiting uh, definitely works a lot faster and better, I think, when you have the right brokerage platform, the right training and coaching and mentoring. So it'll be exciting to see what what that does for you and your team. Do you have specific growth goals on like, you know, like you're at four agents now, some of them are part-time, like how many, how many full-time agents are you looking to bring on in the next 12 months? And are you, are you thinking the environment right now, there's, you know, we've gone from, I think the peak number of transactions a year ago was like over 5 million globally in, or in the U.S. And this year we're, you know, we're like, like last year they were, it was down significantly, 25% or so. Uh, this year it's going to be down again, probably a lot, not as much, right? The drop was, so we're kind of leveling off, but we're still, we're going from 5 million plus transactions to probably about 4.1 million. Uh, and, and then it's projected to, you know, start to come back up next year, but do you think in that environment, more people are going to want to be on a team, you know, having leads, having experience, having mentors, uh, or, or do you think the shrinking agent pool is going <laughs> to yeah, actually, make it harder? <laughs> what, what I think is that uh, new, new, new agents or newer agents, uh, in order to survive in this environment, will need more coaching, right. need more help. Uh, because is the time where basically the, the Asians who have knowledge are going to be able to thrive and keep growing. And the agents that don't have much experience is more likely they will leave the business, right? So if, I think if you don't want to leave the business and you want to keep growing, you need to align with the right teams, the right systems, uh, and the right brokerage as well. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely think as a new agent, your odds of success dramatically go up if you're on a good team. I think, you know, the average agent that is new, like it's out like 80, 90 percent of them get out of the business within a few years. And I think I think on teams, there's there's still a lot of churn, a lot of people that don't work out for whatever reason. It's not what they thought. It's not the right business for them. They they can't handle the volatility or the emotions of it. There's, there's a lot of that in residential real estate. So there's still this churn, it's not a cure-all, but I, I think your success rates go from like 10%, 15% on your own to 60, 70% on a team. So I, I do think for most new agents starting out, getting on a good team, 
like dramatically increases their odds of being in the business long term. I agree. Yeah. So if you you know if you come under someone like a Lloydie, you're gonna you know get access to more leads. So you're gonna get more bats. You're gonna have more training. So because you have more training, you are gonna succeed more, right? And that that's gonna build your confidence, build your skill set, and then you know at some point, and we've seen it on our team as well. You might you might outgrow the team and be ready to like do it on your own or whatever. And and you know that's that's the beauty of the EXP system actually is that you know when you're not at a place like EXP and, and someone leaves the team, you really don't have a way to continue to be in a business relationship with them. But mm-hmm. with the EXP system, you do, right? And in fact, like if someone joins your team, gets really good in a year or two, then wants to go do their own team, like exactly. you're going to be their biggest cheerleader, yes. right? Because of because of the revenue share model. <laughs> exactly. The mo- the mo- I think the model works. Uh, I think it will make it easier to uh, recruit more agents because everything that offers the low caps, the, the shares. So, and, and there, is a, there are a lot of trainings. Uh, for example, uh, I'm, I'm talking about the coaching that you and Kerry Schuller has, but also we, also we are aligned with another team in Florida. And, and in the in workplace, there are constantly a lot of training. So you don't need to follow only one structure. Right. There are so many trainings, so many ways to uh, generate business. And I think in EXP, you have the chance to, to explore different uh, aspects of the of lead generation or different models, right? Uh, not the same models work for everyone. Yeah, that's a great point. I really think, I think of EXP not as a brokerage, but as a platform where real estate sales entrepreneurs can plug into, you know, they can build a solo agent business, they can build a recruiting business, they can build a team business. And there's like 10 different, dozens of different team structures, right? So everyone can plug in and because it's so collaborative and sharing, everyone sees what works and the good systems rise to the top and people see that and can emulate it. And, you know, it's really a great platform for entrepreneurs that want to learn from other entrepreneurs. Totally. Um, Because no, all the, um, for example, in my case specifically, right? I, I like, I have an ISA, I have a transaction coordinator. And the reason to have an ISA is because I, my, I don't like, I, that's how I learn is that we don't necessarily call all the call leads. We get the someone to set appointments for myself and for the team, right? So uh, that's a lot of ages might not like calling right. the call leads. So we have the alternative that you don't need to call call all these colleagues, but we will get at someone who will do it for you and set the appointment for you. And that will save you a lot of time because that way you can focus on, on your referrals on, or, or other aspects of the, uh, of the business like open houses or anything else that you want to do. Uh, I think that's the structure that works for specifically my team, but it might not work for other people, right? So, and, and also I think I believe in training, right? And constantly keep uh, learning new stuff. And that's why also if I'm aligned with you guys because I know the system that you will provide will help me to grow. And will get actually joining ESP or my team is going to be way more attractive. Well, before we wrap up, if people want to learn more about 
joining your team or joining you at EXP, no matter, you know, if they're in any of the 50 states, 24 different countries, right? If they, if they want to learn more about your team or EXP, how should they get in touch with you? Actually, they can just call me directly at my cell phone number. It's 240-277-9873. Again, 240-277-9873. You can call me or text me. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to you right away. Awesome. Well, definitely reach out to Lloydy if you want to learn more about his team. And, and you know, they're based in Maryland, do deals in D.C., Virginia. Uh, but you can be anywhere and uh, still join EXP under Lloydy. And I know he'd be a great mentor for you know, anyone out there thinking about making this move. Um, before we wrap up, I like to do the hyper fast round if you're ready for a couple of rapid fire questions and answers. Sure. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Get training, get training, get more knowledge. Align with someone who, who are where you want it to be. What's been your biggest challenge in the last 12 months in the business? Recruiting people. <laughs> Recruiting right. agents. Uh, you've been, you've, you're one of the few people we've had on the show that's been in this business uh, in the 05 you know, run up and then subsequent crash. What do you think is different right now compared to 2008? That back in 2008, people were buying properties that they couldn't afford. Mm -hmm. uh, and now people were buying properties more expensive properties because they could they could afford more because of the interest rates so totally different scenarios and also by back in 2005 2006 they didn't even need to verify you you could buy with low credit with no income while here like you need to have a good credit a lot of money in order to buy so the chances that another crash will happen are not that high right yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of differences, but people like to lump it together. Uh, what's your five-year goal? Five-year goal uh, will be be manage, only managing the, the team, probably have a team of 20 agents, and be mentoring more than selling. All right, last question. When you're not working on your real estate business, what are you most likely doing? Most likely with my kids, <laughs> with my family. They absorb most of my time. But it's always fun. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Lloydy. To all of our listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in. Please share this episode with other people that you think would benefit from all of Lloydy's great tips and lessons. And we will see you next time.